and welcome back to Dream A Little. I'm your host, Lo. I'm an ABDL switch, and I'm so excited to share this episode with you guys today. You've been requesting interviews, and I'm listening. So today we have a super special guest. Her name is Anna. She's a supporter of the show on Patreon. That's how we got to talking. And while we were messaging back and forth, she mentioned she went to Capcom recently, so I knew I had to have her on the show to pick her brain. I'm so glad I did because I've been dying to know more about live events. They've always been this mysterious thing to me. It's uncharted territory. It's something that sounds exciting, but also makes me super nervous because I've never been to one. So if you find this relatable, I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. Stay tuned because Anna's got some great tips on how to make the most of your first live ABGL event. The best part is we didn't just talk about events. We also talked about Anna's relationship with her vanilla partner. And she kind of gives her take on bringing a vanilla partner to this type of event and also share some of the struggles she's been having with introducing kink, which I felt is so relatable, especially for a lot of you who are listening. If you want to find out more about Anna, please go ahead and reach out to her. Tell her how much you enjoyed this episode. You can find her on Tumblr, FetLife, and Instagram at mermaidunicorn90. I'll be sure to link to that in the show notes, along with the link to Patreon if you're interested on in connecting with me on a more personal level. All right, let's dive in. Hey, Anna, thank you so much for coming on Dream a Little. How are you doing? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm so great. I'm really excited to get to know you a little bit better and to learn about Capcom because to be honest, yes. I've been getting a ton of questions about it and I've actually never been to any kind of big ABGL. I guess it's a convention, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So was this your first year or have you been before? This was my first year at a big age play convention. Wow. Okay. So were you a little bit nervous? Because I know I would be going for like a first time. I was nervous, but at the same time I was going with several of my friends. So I knew that if I didn't, if I got too nervous and couldn't make friends, I at least had my other friends to, to hang out with. That is really helpful. So if you can give me a little backstory, how did you come to meet these friends? Did you meet them online or did you just happen to rally up some of your friends that are vanilla. And <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, I, I, so I started out on FetLife and uh, Adorableness22, I don't know if you've ever seen her Tumblr, but she reached out to me and she was like, hey, we live in the same area. Do you want to hang out? We do a Littles Night every first Thursday of the month at this coffee shop. We should hang out and then one night go to this. And I was like, uh, yeah, sounds good. Wow. And uh, so we ended up hanging out and uh, going to this little night, Littles Night. And then I met more people through this Littles Night. And all of, I want to say 85% of the people that go to this Littles group, which is about 20 people, actually ended up going to Capcom. So we had a big group that went. Wow, that was awesome. So when, your first time going to this Littles Night, is that what they, they call it? Yeah. Was mm -hmm. it a little bit nerve-wracking too? Did you go to that by yes. yourself? I, well, I went with Adorableness 22, but I hadn't met anyone else. And I was really nervous just because we were meeting at this coffee shop and uh, they play, it's a, it's a coffee shop that is like known for 
being really accepting of like kinky lifestyles and everything. Like you go in there and there's Barbies that are done up like they're in bondage. Oh, that's and cool. So, yeah, it's a really cool coffee shop, but they do cartoons and colors every first Thursday night. And so I was really nervous just being out in public, even though it's a kinky cop coffee shop. I was like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm exposing myself, but at the same time, it was a really welcoming group and I knew the environment was really kinky. So I was, that helped ease some of my nervousness. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is actually something that I've really struggled with is being afraid of going to these events because I've been so conditioning myself yeah. to hide my identity, like hiding my right. face and, you know, just trying to keep everything a secret. So it it seems a little nerve wracking and it seems like you're putting yourself out there and exposing yeah. yourself, right? Definitely. Oh my yes. gosh. So you hit it off with everyone in the group right away and you felt welcome. Like, can we talk a little bit about like how it went? Yeah, I can't really remember my first time as well, just because it, it didn't really impact me that much it wasn't like something mortifying happened or or I really got along with everyone it's kind of I had my friend that I met beforehand and I came in there and she was really welcoming and she introduced me to everyone and then there were maybe a couple of people that I hit it off with at first and we just talked about video games and everyone was coloring so we were sharing colors and markers and talking about the cartoons that were on TV so it was, yeah, it, it was, and I'm an introvert. So me too. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's really hard. And I don't know, I'm shy. So it's really hard for me to like make friends with the entire group. Right. So I was like, I'm like making my way around the group right now. Awesome. So did they mostly, did everyone in the group mostly stick to like, we're in a vanilla state of mind or were like people going into little space and stuff like that? It was like, yeah, people were going into little space, but not in the way that was going to make vanilla people uncomfortable. Okay. Like if anyone ever said the word diaper or onesie, it was like under their breath. Okay. And yeah, it was really cool. So people didn't roll up in like onesies and stuff no, like that. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. If they were wearing a onesie, it was like under a dress or like under overalls or something like that to mask the fact that they were actually wearing a onesie. Okay, cool. Let's talk about CapCon. How yeah. is this different? What did I feel like I've seen pictures and people get really dressed up for this, right? Oh yeah, definitely. And this year was the full immersion experience. So I haven't, like I said, this was my first year. So I didn't go before when it wasn't the full immersion experience. So everyone was walking around and literally whatever they wanted to wear. There was like a small vanilla space where you had to get from one con space to the other but I'm pretty sure all of the hotel rooms were rented out to people that were there for Capcom so you could just pretty much exit your hotel room wearing a diaper and a onesie if you wanted <gasps> did you do that yeah no no <laughs> I couldn't do it I I had to at least I had borrowed some dragon footy pajamas from one of my friends and so I was wearing that but I was just I was way too nervous to like put myself out there like that. So how was the staff of the hotel? Were they pretty understanding about, did they know exactly what was going on and were they, they friendly? Yeah. Yeah. They were really friendly. I didn't get a chance to talk to any of the staff, but I saw the resident yes had talked to the staff and they were like pretty cool about it. And they were, they asked a few questions, but they were like, we've seen weirder. 
So that <laughs> makes me wonder, like, what is happening at that hotel? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. Yeah, now I want to know, too. Come on, tell me. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I know a lot of people were asking questions about Capcom because they're thinking about attending, but they're a little bit nervous that it might be too much for them. What's your take on that? You've you've obviously been to like ABDL events before on a smaller scale, but I just sometimes I worry it might be a little bit overwhelming. Sure. And I can totally see that. In my experience this first time going, there was a lot of stuff that was going on that wasn't centered around ABDL. Okay. Because there were there were con spaces, like there was a ball pit, there's huge trikes, there's race cars you could do, like remote control race cars, and they had like a crafts area. But other than that, a lot of people were just like hanging out in their hotel rooms and drinking. And a lot of people left the con space to go um, check out Chicago and there were people like I don't know if you've ever played Jackbox. Have no. you ever heard of that what is, game? What is that? It it's um I think you download it onto your computer and then everyone plays with their mobile app at, or I mean their mobile phone and you can like sign in on the website and just and play on the screen. So it didn't have anything to do with age play and I thought that was awesome that cuz obviously we are not all living this lifestyle 24-7. So a full four-day weekend of doing it 24-7 can be totally overwhelming. So you need that break where you're playing regular adult games and you're going off drinking with your friends or you're going out to eat. So I think that it's a great experience, even if you feel like you're about to be overwhelmed. You can even go back to your hotel room and you can just hang out. You don't have to be out in the con space the entire time. That's great. For the most part, how are the people that you met? Like, who are the type of people that come out to this event? And, you know, like, who did you find yourself connecting with the most? There, I, everyone I talked to was super nice. And it felt like I had a lot in common with everyone. Really? Like, everyone was just a normal person. I didn't encounter any weirdos, wow, which was great. surprising. Yeah. And it was also, I was telling one of my friends, you see all of these like diaper crotch photos of like older gentlemen yes. on social media. <laughs> and I didn't encounter anyone that I thought would be posting stuff like that. Oh my gosh. It's like, it was nice to like, <laughs> Put a face to and like a personality to those photos, I guess what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I feel like so often the majority of people posting are posting pictures like that. Yes. So sometimes we assume that's what everyone is right. like in the community. But there's exactly. a whole other area of people who are brave enough. I feel like it really takes yeah. a lot of bravery to come out and go to one of these events. Yeah, it does. And everyone that I met, like I said, was super nice. And we had great conversations and I just like, it's already has me looking forward to next year. Wow. That's awesome. Really cool. Yeah. Did you ever feel uncomfortable at any point? Um, there was one security guy that worked for the hotel that made me feel a little bit uncomfortable at one point. Just, and I don't even remember what he said, 
but it was like how he was saying it. And then I noticed one time they had like this campfire songs thing where you could go and sing around this fake campfire and they were doing little kid songs and it was awesome. But I turned around and he was like staring at us. Oh, and it was he's being really creepy. Weird. Yeah. But I didn't ever feel uncomfortable from anyone that was there at the convention. Okay, great. Well, thank you for being honest. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Do you have any tips for someone who's maybe thinking about going to their first event? Oh, yes. (laughs) uh, So I went and I didn't bring a lot of outfits, mostly because I don't have any little outfits. Like I have mostly adult clothing. So (laughs) that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) So I would recommend, actually, they have a lot of stuff for sale there. I would recommend maybe not even packing any little clothes and maybe saving up and going and buying stuff there. Because first of all, it's really cool to support ABDL businesses instead of like buying from medical companies and things like that. Yeah, medical companies. And then also like the questionable ABDL companies. (laughs) So you and you get to actually meet who you're buying from, which is awesome. I really wish that I had brought some money to buy little clothing while I was there. And I would recommend also if you're on FetLife, checking out the FetLife event for Capcom because a lot of people are posting things like, let's do a pizza party or let's meet up and do this or what do you guys think about doing this? And I didn't read any of that beforehand. And all of a sudden someone would be like, hey, I'm going to this. And I was like, what? I didn't even know that was going on. I wish I had known. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. That's good to know. Like I said, I'm an introvert. So if you're an introvert going to this, I would recommend just going in and, uh, well, I bought the meal packages that they had and through the hotel, a lot of people I know just went and bought their own food and put it in the refrigerator in the hotel room. I liked that I got the meal packages because my other friends that I went with didn't. And I ended up sitting down at a table by myself which was great, but then people would sit down with me and that's how I got to meet a lot of people as I would be sitting alone and people would come up to me. The extroverts there yes. would come up and adopt me and <laughs> we would have a great conversation. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. so I want to go to an event like this and I have a vanilla partner, right? And we've never been to any kind of like kink events together before. Maybe just meeting up with a couple kinksters, you know, in our own private little thing. From a vanilla person who is dating an ABDL's perspective, do you think that it would be a good idea or a bad idea to bring them along to Capcom? Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) I know it's a lot. It's a big question. (laughs) It really depends on how open-minded your vanilla partner is. I have a vanilla partner and I there is no way in hell I would bring him to Capcom. No. Just because it's just like it's right there in your face. Right. So it would really depend on like how open minded they are and how how desensitized you've made them. Right. And I think also it all depends on how you set the expectations in their own mind. So they're not mm-hmm. like, holy crap. 
Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> when they get there, and you'd really tell them exactly what the event entails, probably, which is a little right. harder. Maybe they, maybe you let them listen to this episode or something to give right. them an example or idea <laughs> of what it's like. So, can we talk a little bit about your boyfriend? Is it your boyfriend? It's my husband. Your husband. Okay. Yeah, great. we can talk about him. So, <laughs> how long have you guys been together, and how long has he known about this? If he, if he does know about this. Yeah, so we started dating in 2011, and we got married in May of 2014, and I told him about my ABDL kink on July 4th, 2015. Oh my gosh, you know the exact date! (laughs) Because I was so drunk, and it was such a bad experience. No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) You got got some of that liquid courage, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, except it wasn't even liquid courage because I, even though I was drunk, all I could say was, you're going to hate me. No. But, yes. And I said, all I could say was ABDL and he looked it up himself. So it was really bad. Oh, no. He did a Google search. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no, yes, no, 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 no. Yeah, I know. I know. It was really bad. <laughs> We're still together, though. Yeah. And we're still best friends, and he still loves me and accepts me for who I am. But That's great. But it's been three, almost three years since I told him, and still working on wearing him down <laughs> and uh, getting the courage up myself to continue the conversation. Really? Okay. So he knows about it, but you guys, do you guys do any kind of like kink stuff together at all, or do you kind of just keep it private if you do it at all? I keep it private for most of the most of the time. There was a period last year where I read him a letter that I had written because I was getting really frustrated that I felt like I couldn't share this part of my life with him. Yeah. And it is like it it's not a big part of my life, but it is a big part of my life because yeah. it's like half of who I am basically. So I wrote him this letter about how I didn't expect him to be involved and I totally understood that this was weird, but I felt like I needed to at least be able be comfortable enough to wear a diaper in front of him and he was like I don't understand your kink but if you want to do that that's fine by me and so I did like three times I think and the last time I wore in front of him was like (laughs) like last May or something like oh my gosh (laughs) I know it's been a while just because I I don't know I like get in my head about it and I just need to be more brave is all it is. I just need to. It's hard. I need to say to him, I because I think to myself, I really need to say, remember what we talked about last year? Uh, that's still important to me. Do you think we could? I could still do that? And I just, I've been thinking that to myself for like a month now, and I just need to gather up the courage to do it. It's hard. It's really hard. So is, he, is. is he kinky at all in his own way? Oh my gosh, no. 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 He's very vanilla. No. Oh yeah. Like we're not talking oh. like spankings or like anything like that. I, the thing is, I think that I could get him to do that, but he just doesn't do it on his own. Like to him, just like plain we're talking like vanilla yogurt no <laughs> no like sprinkles plain yogurt no and not even blueberries I, like, no no way <laughs> blueberries are you kidding me <laughs> yeah so it would be I think like I could desensitize him to it and get him to do it but again that's like a lot of hard work on my part that I need to work up the courage to do now I know you have a blog too have you ever tried sharing that with him 
Oh, gosh. Um, I think at one point when I first told him, I think I gave him my Tumblr URL, but quickly realized that I hadn't been reblogging the correct stuff. And it was kind of freaking him out. It was too much. Yeah. So I tried to like restart and uh, post like just like uh, non or non. I think it's like non-sexual little things you can get to say to your partner to get them to regress or something like that. And then I he didn't show any interest. So then I just started reblogging whatever the hell I wanted again. (laughs) It's so hard, (laughs) especially when you I was in this position before where you have the conversation, you really regret the way that it went. Mm -hmm. And then (laughs) you're like, okay, well, let's just forget about it at first. You're just like, please, like, let's just forget that ever happened. (laughs) And then time goes by and you're like, but wait shoot you're yeah like, I wa- right I wanted this to happen exactly. so how do yes. I get the conversation going in a natural mm-hmm. way that doesn't feel uh, like I'm making no him do it <laughs> there really there right. really isn't you know I no. guess I would just say it's gonna be uncomfortable to have this conversation mm-hmm. for sure I think that's normal and maybe have you tried asking him like, hey, have you ever had any, you know, things you wanted to try or maybe just give him something very direct or specific, like the whole spanking thing? Like sometimes I feel like vanilla partners hesitate and they don't want to make a move because they really just don't know how to do it and they feel yeah. very intimidated and they don't want to look stupid. Yeah, you know, I really need to try something like that. I need to ask him something like that. That's a great uh, suggestion something just small you know like hey yeah maybe to start with like a schoolgirl thing like that seems pretty mainstream like you get a little plaid skirt you know you're like make me do this or make me do that you know like <laughs> yeah I want to be a brat I want you to spank me and just see how he reacts and give if you give him ver- something very specific maybe that would be helpful just to get his him yeah. thinking like hey I can do this like this isn't that hard you know yeah and I think that's our biggest problem is that we're actually, we were both virgins when we met and got together. You were each so other's we don't first? Have, yes. And so only? we don't have any, yes. Oh my and gosh. we don't have any experience outside of this. So I think that that's what's like holding us both back a lot is that for me, I don't even know what to ask for. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I wish you all the best luck and I hope that you're able to bring this up to him and, you know, just kind of retouch on this conversation and try to make it like as fun as possible like different from the first time you know I think that's the main key is like not getting so much in your head and putting so much pressure on it happening that you don't ever bring it up again you know right right yeah I think that's something that I forget a lot is that (laughs) and this is gonna sound really silly but I forget that sex is supposed to be fun and not a lot of work (laughs) sometimes you it really feels that way because on one hand you're like I really enjoy this but it's always been such a a source of shame and Mm -hmm. guilt and all these things but then all at the same time though but it turns me on (laughs) oh yeah exactly (laughs) it's confusing it really is so 
you know, I think that you're on the right track. You know what you need to do. And it's just mustering up that bit of courage and trying to somehow make Mm -hmm. it fun and lighthearted versus something Mm -hmm. so serious. Like you're going to hate me, but. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Anna, I've had such a great time getting to know you and thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your experience with Capcom. I think it's really going to help a lot of people and have even a bigger turnout next year and way more fun. I hope so. Did you hear there were 850 people that came? Oh my gosh. No, I Uh didn't know that. Is that a record for this kind of event? I don't know. I think so, but I don't remember what they said. See, the next time you just, like, so many people tell me, I feel so alone and, like, this is so isolating. Mm-hmm. And then you see, like, an event like this come uh-huh. almost a thousand people. Like, imagine right. what it'll be 10 years from now as more people oh my start gosh. posting and becoming more comfortable. I just think that's so awesome. I, I totally agree. It's so awesome. Yeah. Well, let's definitely keep in touch and talk soon. Okay, Anna? Yes. Sounds great. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. This episode was sponsored by Patreon. If you'd like to support this show while also getting cool rewards like early access to new episodes, one-on-one phone calls with me, and access to a community of like-minded people, check out patreon.com slash dreamalittle. little.